This text can preach. We have heard sermons on this preach a lot of things. We could say that this sermon is about the first instance of like civil disobedience in scripture. This is about righteous rebels. These women knew what their boss had told them they were supposed to do and they decided against it. And then when he called them on it, they kind of fibbed maybe just a little bit and then God blessed them for it. Or we could talk about how this story is about power and how the person in power, the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, he actually had all of this fear, and out of his fear, he made these different decrees. And then the people that were supposed to be afraid, the, the midwives, no, they, they weren't afraid at all. They kind of just acted out of this great courage. But I want to present to us today a different thing for us to focus on this morning. And the reason is that I think it's something that can connect to every age and stage in this room something just really simple that we can enact in everyday life. And it, it's how do we do our daily work, whatever that is, your daily work, whatever it is that you find yourself in and feel that you have purpose and feel that it is for something that is greater than yourself. And in the midst of doing that, realize who your real boss is. I find it fascinating that the two women in this story who double-handedly kind of saved the Israelite race from extinction, that they're just ordinary women. They're not princesses. They're not members of the royal court. They're not religious leaders or civil leaders. We don't even know that they're Israelite because the way that it's read in the Hebrew is just that they are midwives to the Hebrews. And yet, what we know about this is that they decided to do their daily work and something special came out of it. God worked through their daily work for a purpose. I wonder if in the past weeks, months, years, you've ever struggled with what, what really is the purpose in this daily work that I am doing. I know I do. Whether you are headed to an office most of your life, whether you are headed back to school in a few weeks, whether your job is to take care of an ill or aging parent, whatever your work is, I think that we can kind of reach a point in the season where we get kind of bored with it. It just seems, it seems pretty ordinary. Is this really what I was created to do? Is this really all that God has for me, the same thing over and over, those picking of the cilantro type work? Or how many of you in your work have found that it has just gotten really too hard? We wonder, is this all the effort that I'm putting towards it? Is it really worth it? I know our students feel that. Our students are feeling that in a couple of weeks, they're going to go back to a place where they are going to be given so much information. They are going to have levels of pressure that none of us ever had when we were their age. Pressure from the parents, pressure from the, student, the students around them, from their teachers, from their college counselors, let alone the pressure they put on them, their own selves. And then I think about the teachers, the pressure that's on these teachers who over the past 20 and 30 years have just so much more paperwork to do. I mean, you kind of think this is just, is all of this effort really worth it in my life? I remember the first time 
I realized that the way that I talked on the volleyball court probably needed to be more reflective of my Christian faith. And I I just thought, that is just going to take too much work, too much thought. Think about the culture we're in now where every single thing that we text or type or say, we have to be careful. Who's who's this possibly going to offend? I need to be thoughtful and mindful of everything. And while I 100% agree that we should, I'm going to be honest with you, it takes a lot more work. Is this really what God intended for me? Well, I love how amazingly rich and deep the scriptures are. Because it's not as if God just threw us into this world and said, you know, I want you to be purposeful in your work. It is in texts like these that God just literally sheds light onto how we could do this. So if you note, in the whole of scripture, in the book of Exodus, we are never told the name of the Pharaoh. We are never given his name. And yet, the author tells us the names of the midwives, Shifra and Puah. Well, guess what these names mean? Shifra in Hebrew means to be bright, to be illumined. One translation said to glitter. And puah means splendor. Well, these two words are words that we use and the Hebrew Bible uses to talk about light. In their daily work, they literally embodied what does it mean to be light in this world. These women are just going about their daily work, doing the thing that they have been trained to do, and they are trying to figure out, how do I bring the light of God? Think about that, y'all. They are on the birth stool, and they have been commanded to kill babies. And in the midst of that, they, they speak about life in the midst of death. They speak about hope in the midst of despair, courage in the midst of fear. They just lived light. How can we be brighter in our daily work? In whatever you find yourself doing, how can we realize that God has us in that specific work place, that neighborhood, that school, to offer light to the world? Maybe we can be more grateful Maybe we can offer out more affirmations than criticisms. Maybe we can stop talking so much and just listen. Maybe we can be like our high school friends who just returned back from Puerto Rico and Claire shared with the staff this story that it was one of their first days at work and they are amped and they are excited and there's all this energy going and and they're at the work site and the work's not quite ready to be started. And so, you know, they, they do what high schoolers do. They hung out, they sang, they danced, they choreographed some song and dance. I wish we could have it on video. But then it eventually came time for them to put some hustle to that muscle, right? And so they, they begin to do this difficult work of mixing concrete and having to carry 50-pound bags of cement to mix, and they're putting the concrete onto walls. They're not, even, they're not even getting to just lay it on the ground. They're having to do this very difficult work, and yet, Claire said, they continued to sing. They continued to attempt to dance doing it in that way, and as they did this, though, y'all, they shined, They made an impression on our adults. They made an impression on the the people that they were working for. They were light 
in the midst of this daily work that they had been assigned. But the Hebrew midwives, they had a specific way that they were light. And the scripture tells us twice that they did this thing called fearing God. Now, fear is something that our whole lives we're trying to stay away from, right? So there's no way that fearing God is the same thing as when you and I experience fear. I mean, certainly it doesn't mean we need to be afraid of God. And yet the, the greatest, the most common commandment in the whole of scripture, do you know what it is? Fear not. To not fear. But every time we are told to not fear, it's do not fear this person, do not fear this nation, do not fear this circumstance, do not fear this situation. But whenever the scripture tells us to fear God, that's something different. That's talking about the way that we're supposed to be in relationship with God. Now, some commentarians and people that have interpreted it say that fearing God means to be reverent. That we need to be reverent and we need to remember who God is and what our place is before God. Kind of this, this real majestic, this all-powerful. And C.S. Lewis, he embodied this in his books of Narnia and he made God the lion. This majestic but yet powerful, maybe even scary creature. I want us to think about fearing God in a different way this morning. And Eugene Peterson's version of the Bible, The Message, kind of typifies this. Listen to what he says. When he translates the midwives feared God, this is what he says. The midwives had far too much respect for God. Had far too much respect. That is a different way of looking at what it means to fear God. Look at how one of our Proverbs we're going to put up here. Look at how one of our Proverbs, this is Proverbs chapter 2, how it talks about fear. My child, if you accept my words and re, re, treasure up my commandments within you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, if you indeed cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it, like silver, in other words, as much as you seek your treasure, and you search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. This is what the proverb tells us, what it means to fear. It says, accept the words of God, be attentive to wisdom and understanding, ask questions and seek answers, this is fearing God. Notice, fearing God isn't having the answers. Fearing God isn't being attentive to your own wisdom or to the wisdom of the world. These women, shining lights as they were, they were attentive to the wisdom of God, a God who they know does not intend harm on others. A God who values the dignity of all life, no matter what nationality. A God who looks death right in the face and says, oh no, I have conquered that. The Hebrew midwives in that moment chose to respect God and not honor the wishes of their earthly boss. These women did their daily work 
what they had been trained to do, and they let the light of God shine just by respecting God. And so it makes me think, you know, do, how often do I even consider in my daily work if this is respectful of God? Am I attentive in those moments of work to the wisdom and understanding of God, or am I more attentive to, you know, what the current trend is? or what the world says is appropriate, or being in the know? Am I asking questions and seeking answers in my work, or am I just more focused on defending my own position and my own beliefs? Friends, our city, our schools, our workplaces, our churches, we need more shifras and puas. So friends, this week, if you find yourself bored with your daily work, or if you find yourself saying, this work is too hard, or it's about to get too hard for those students in the room, remember these midwives. Just doing their daily work, but attentive to the wisdom of God, keeping respect for God in all that they did, and then they shined. May it be so in my life and in yours. Amen.